Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to Watch Diary. My name is Ryan Snelling. Excited to be here as always. Thank you so much for joining me, whether it's on the podcast feed or the YouTube channel. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Maybe you've noticed I put up some new cover art, some new design work for the YouTube channel, and that's just to kind of get ready for 2023. I had to get rid of the horror theme, so I figured why not just go ahead and plan the whole transition into Watch Diary 3.0 or 4.0, whatever it is at this point. It might be 4.0, but I called it 3.0 when I labeled all my files. Uh, and I'm excited. I still haven't f- fixed everything. Like the overlay still the same. over. But I don't know. I'll figure it out. That's all good. I technically have plenty of time. I am excited to be here with you today. This is going to be a more casual, laid-back show. No Brando, obviously. And I didn't go to the theater this week. I was going to go see Banshees of Inishirin and Tar, and I realized that Tar is about to be released uh, digitally and at home here in like a, a few weeks, so I, I wasn't afraid that I was going to miss it in time for like, say, the award season, so I just figured, and it was like two and a half hours, I was like, ah, I'll just wait for that, and Ban- Banshees I didn't get to, I just decided to, to stay home last night because my... Uh, my tire had a flat, and um, I didn't want to drive on it. I was going to take it to get it fixed this morning, which I did do, and it is fixed now, but I just decided to stay in last night, and I finished watching Severance. Severance has been um, the thing that I've kind of like taken all year to watch, literally, because it premiered in February. I think I started watching it shortly after it ended, and then um, I, it, it took until now for me to finish that show. So I'll talk a little bit about that, and we'll probably do uh, like a Wakanda Forever preview. But other than that, I just figured I'd uh, I'd just sit down and chill with you guys. Um, and yeah, it's the middle of the day on Friday that I'm recording this. I'm I'm tired. Something's going on with my sleep schedule, and I don't know why. I cannot sleep in for the life of me. And it hasn't been. I mean, I don't like getting up because I. By nature, at least I was, up until about a week ago, a night owl. But I I just can't sleep in. I've been waking up on my own around between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. And I don't really know what to make of it. The only, like, big change for me is that I... You know what? I don't really know other than I stopped getting high. I stopped taking edibles. 
And I don't know, I, I mean, I, I always slept in even before edibles and during edibles, but after edibles, for some reason, it's different. And I, I just don't get why. And I want to get back to a place. I thought I was going to sleep in this morning because I didn't get to bed until like 1.30. Um, but no, it didn't happen. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. So I'm pretty tired. I have the midday blues. And that's why I thought it'd be perfect to go on and hit record on this whole thing. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get it. I've got to wake up. I've got to wake up in like 12 hours to go to work. I got to be at work at 4 a.m. So that's not fun. And that's why I'm not drinking it to turn to cold brews because I can't take in that much more caffeine. Um, but yeah, it's been a good morning. I woke up and I took my car to get fixed and I just hung out. I've been playing Modern Warfare 2, like the new one that just dropped, and it's been pretty fun on multiplayer. I haven't played Call of Duty in a while and. I haven't really gotten to like really get into my PlayStation 5. I I beat Grand Theft Auto 5, but it didn't really feel like a PS5 experience. I mean, it looked great, of course, but I've also just beaten that game like six times already. So just playing it on PS5, it felt like an obligation, but it didn't really feel like I was maxing out the potential. So playing the new Call of Duty has been a lot of fun, and it's it's just been um, something I'm doing to chill and... And it's been nice. I what else is going on? I've been collecting more steel books, which has been awesome. I got my Top Gun Maverick 4K steel book in today. I got the Godfather Part Two steel book in today, and uh, so that's fun. But um, the reason why, if I can connect some dots here, the reason why I quit taking edibles is that I have to pass a drug test. Coming up. Now, I live in the state of Arizona where marijuana is legal, but I'm moving to a state where marijuana is not, and I'm uh, applying to get a job uh, that requires a drug test. So I've got to get it out of my system. And so basically, I've given up taking edibles because I can't take them again. Or, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not cool. I don't know how to get weed other than. <laughs> going to the dispensary and so i'll just keep it that way but um i gotta pass this drug test so i've been taking zoo poo as well to flush my body out and uh so that's been a thing but uh, i'm doing that because i'm moving and i can't remember if i talked about this on a previous show or not i am moving back to kentucky and today this morning i cleaned up my room a little bit you know, I went around and I like to I like to take advantage of of chains and chains change, excuse me, and like transitional periods and stuff. I like going to a place with the minimal amount as possible. So what I did today was I did a whole bunch. I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff that I just knew I was done with. It could be clothes. It could be um Something like a whole, I had like a whole big bag of just electrical cord, like electronic cords, like plugins and cables and stuff. Cables is probably the word I should have said. Um, that I have carried around with me probably way too long and I knew that I wasn't going to use. And so, yeah, I just did some like tidying, spring cleaning, some minimizing and just getting ready for that. You know, I don't know when that's going to happen, but when it does, it's going to happen soon. Because this job is uh, waiting on me, essentially. So now I just got to do my due diligence in terms of as soon as I get the green light, I'll turn in my um, 
my notice at work and my notice at this apartment, and that'll be it. If my Arizona era will come to a close. And Watch Diary has been the podcast that I've had um, in Arizona only. And I don't know what the content's going to look like when I move. I, d- I don't know what the content really looks like now. Because I, I did all these horror watch-alongs. And I-, I would love to do more watch-alongs. I found a way to edit them that I think is going to just be way more efficient and go a lot faster. And that's just something on the back end behind the scenes that I really, really want to fix. Because those videos take so long to edit. So long. I'm still editing. Right now, the Exorcist video is up. I'm still editing that thing because I keep getting hit with copyright issues. And I guess I didn't tidy up the edit as much on my own before uploading. So I've been cutting scenes out of it as we go. Like literally yesterday, I cut out 10 seconds. And I've done that probably four times this week alone. But, um... So yeah, I don't know what the content's going to look like. I, I I definitely need to pre-record a whole bunch of stuff, I think. So I, I think, um, I don't know. I'll probably start doing that this week. I'll have a ton of Wakanda Forever content, I promise. I don't know when the Fablemans comes out. I keep seeing that the Fablemans is next week, the same day as Black Panther, but on the Cinemark app, it says it's the week after that. So after Wakanda Forever and the Fablemans, that's probably going to be my last like real time content that I make up until avatar. Cause fingers crossed. What is today? November 4th fingers crossed. I'm home by Christmas, which means I'm home by avatar way of water and Babylon and uh, everything else. Got to talk about tar, you know? So I'm hoping that between the Fablemans and avatar is when I moved and set and ready to go. So that's the plan. Going back to Kentucky. Arizona's been weird. Arizona's been weird. Uh, for me. And I have so many mixed thoughts and feelings. On living in Arizona. And I think I will feel better. Talking about it once I've left. And I can sort of gather on my thoughts. I want to. I want to see. I want to feel what it's like to think back on Arizona instead of think on Arizona. But I'm just ready to go. You know, I'm getting a little antsy in my pantsy a little bit because I'm ready to see my family and have this new job. And yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I and I'm also like kind of excited to talk about work in, in in a in a future tense past tense in the future i'm excited to talk about where i've worked the past few years and um yeah i've i've already done like a lot of reflecting on like the schmoes no situation and the collider situation and i had this real weird experience the other day Because I noticed, and I don't know why, it was like the YouTube algorithm wanted me to know, Christian Harloff went live on what used to be the Movie Trivia Schmodown channel. And it was weird to watch him ask the fans, he was talking to the fans, just kind of sitting back and relaxed, trying to get ideas for what that channel could be now that the Schmodown was over. And I don't know why I did it, 
but I watched most of that video and it felt it re- I annoyed myself more than he annoyed me uh I, I've mostly come to terms and come to peace with everything that happened in that situation um every now and then I still get very angry and every now and then I still feel like I deserve more than what I got and I get angry about how I changed my life for that idea and for that thing and how it just all it did was it was so hard to have fun with that and it's so sad to me that I spent so much time on that so many years working towards that goal and I I it's cool to say that I did it, but it wasn't ever, I, w- I won't say it wasn't ever. It just wasn't more fun than it was frustrating and stressful. I mean, it, it's a it's a weird thing to think that not only did I think I was going to be running the channel, but I thought I was going to have those relationships to like work with, and I don't. I mean, I don't talk to any of those people anymore. Mark Ellis sends me Christmas presents still, which is great and so nice and so thoughtful. And that's how he's always been to me. But a lot of those guys I unfollowed or they unfollowed me or like even Ken Knapsack. I mean, for the longest time, it was Ken and Ellis who were the most supportive of me and... Like even Ken unfollowed me for some reason. I don't, I don't remember why. I thought it was so weird because like nothing had happened. It was just like he was. It was weird, but I I don't know why I did it. But I commented on Christian's video and like had a whole idea as to what it, like I I responded to him the way that I would have if I was still a fan and as if I still cared. And I think I did it. I think I wanted to do it because it felt it felt right. It felt nice. And it kind of made me feel good to know that I was okay with it initially. Like it like if this had happened a year ago, there's no way I would have commented. Or if I did, I would have or I would have made some kind of snarky comment to like Jay or somebody, like making fun of um But I didn't. And I don't, and I've, I've since deleted it because I was just like, come on, Ryan, what are you doing? Like, Christian had mentioned some, he, he had kind of talked about how he was in this weird, maybe I'm paraphrasing, maybe I'm adding words, but he, it came off as if he was in this like weird, dark place or sad place or lost, aimless place when um, we were working together. And I'd never gotten that, really. I mean, I knew that he was unhappy with certain things, like with Collider and everything, but um, he kind of said it in a way that was different to me, and it kind of... I couldn't help but feel some sort of empathy, and um, and then I was like, well, I I don't want to. (laughs) Like, it was this weird battle, internal battle. Um, But um, I was like, you know, maybe... I'll shoot him this idea. I don't even know if he knows what rewatch Ryan is. So if he sees it, does he know it's me? And, um, 
But I, I deleted it because I was like, you know what? I don't know why I did this ultimately, and I don't. He doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Um, it was weird. It and it was weird that it happened because it's like a new chapter for him, I guess, or a new chapter for whatever's going on there, and it's a new chapter for me coming up, and and that was the other thing too. I was just like, why am I doing this? Because it feels backwards. Like, I just want to move on. I just want to worry about my graphics and my designs and my content. And I've been so happy not paying attention to fandoms and outlets and just things that I think are so silly the way that I used to. And, um, I mean, the only person that I follow is the only person that I like am a fan of pundit wise. And I'll watch almost everything they do is Robert Meyer Burnett. And I've always thought he was the best pundits. I, I've always thought people paired in comparison to him in terms of his knowledge, love his personality. And I just think he's so thoughtful and he makes everybody not seem thoughtful. And I'm including myself in that, not the company that he keeps, you know, in LA. Um, he makes me think he, ma he makes me look like a child when it comes to this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a weird thing to, um, it felt backwards. So I just kind of deleted it and decided, you know what? I don't know why I almost fell into that. I need to, I need to look forward. And so that's what I've been trying to do, you know, is even though it, feel, it feels weird to say that looking forward is moving back to Kentucky, but I have a job that I'd be foolish to say no to. I'm going to be living in a different city than I did originally in Kentucky. I potentially am going to live on my own in my apartment. And so it'll still be a completely different experience when I go back than it was when I left. But um, it feels right. And Arizona, for the most part, has done nothing but chew me up. The... I had a good opportunity and I've met incredible people. I've met terrible people, but I've also met incredible people and I'm going to be sad in the most obvious ways to leave my best friends. Uh, I'm not going to be sad to leave behind a, you know, a whole bunch of other people, some that used to be my friend, but turned out to just be really disappointing to me. Um, and then that'll be it. And of course, my roommate, Ernesto, my best friend, that's going to be hard. But I do think he'll come visit. What a weird week. I had to like announce it at work. So just all these things are moving along in any way. And, and I've got different colored lights behind me. <laughs> that's supposed to signify a change. It's also supposed to make you... It's also supposed to make you think of orange shirt or rainbow sherbet, probably. It's more of a rainbow sherbet color. Uh, scheme here. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers uh before i move on let me remind you that i am 
partnering up with Movie Palette. Let me go get this. This is a Movie Palette, guys. And it's a Fight Club. So I am on affiliate status with these guys. You can go to moviepalette.com, pick out one of these movie palettes. What they do is they design this canvas, this artwork, with frames from a movie, and they pull the primary color from a frame, they look at it, they analyze it the whole movie through. And from start to finish, this is Fight Club. I know the image is reversed. You can tell right here because Fight Club is reversed. But from front to back, this is Fight Club and it's beautiful wall art. I have not hung this up yet because I am about to move, like I said. So I didn't see the point. But it's definitely going up in my new place. And I'm excited for that. Fight Club fell right to me. But there's two schools of thought. You can pick your favorite movie or you can pick one of your favorite movies that has the same color scheme or maybe matches your decor a little bit more. Uh, I went ahead and just got that because I, I felt like I couldn't not get Fight Club. Because Fight Club was the movie that got me into movies that's the reason why i'm here so go to moviepalette.com and you can browse hundreds literally hundreds of movies i also believe you can um get a, a design of a movie that has not been done yet and they're also working on television seasons and television episodes as well so there's a lot of variety pretty much in, that's the beauty of it is they can do anything so definitely go check out moviepalette.com at checkout use promo code rewatch15 Rewatch 1.5 or Rewatch 15, and it'll get you 15% off your movie palette, and it is a great way to support everything that I'm doing here. Definitely go to moviepalette.com, use the promo code Rewatch 1.5. There's a link in the description down below. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your help. You can also go to this QR code right here and get a 30-day free trial of Audible on me, or go to audibletrial.com slash Rewatch that link is also in the description down below. 30-day free trial of Audible on me. Guys, those are the absolute best ways to support everything that I'm doing here. And uh, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So one thing I was able to do last night is finish Severance, finally. Unfortunately, my watching habit with the show did the show a disservice. I've, I've been watching it all year, essentially, since the time that it ended back in like March. I think it was like early spring or late spring. Um, until now in November, I've been watching this off and on and I finally watched the last four or five episodes last night and I have officially given this show God tier status and I've only done it to one other show this year so far, the rehearsal, but severance is up there. Severance is one of the most rich and thoughtful sci-fi shows that I've seen in a long time and it just struck a chord with me in a way that I didn't expect from an Apple TV Plus show because look I think Apple TV Plus shows look great but I don't know if they've really captured our imagination as audiences like For All Mankind is doing really well and Ted Lasso but they got a lot of stuff on there too that I've just like kind of heard of never heard of but also like when I heard that it was still on it's there's still that thing where you hear something's on Apple TV Plus and it kind of annoys you, even though you may have heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, Apple TV Plus isn't quite out of that, at least in my uh, mind. Yeah. But Severance with Adam Scott, directed by and produced by Ben Stiller, I believe he directed a few of the episodes. This is incredible genre storytelling. And there is just so much to pluck from 
the vine here. But if you don't know anything about this show, the basic premise is that the the idea of severance exists where somebody can separate their mind and basically create a new identity that goes to work for this company. So every time you you wake up as yourself the way that you were born and as you enter your work facility, it turns on your new self and your new body and that person only exists in that building. They don't know anything else other than working. Um, they know that they've been severed. They know that there's a an out person, and but they are the in person inside the facility. And it is brilliant. I mean, I think it does a lot of things that Westworld wish it could do in terms of like a self-identity and the, all the philosophy and thematics that go into this idea of self, your true self, and making decisions for other people. I mean, there is so much thematically going on in this show. They can explore 10 or 12 different ideas in this one basic premise. Uh, when you, when it boils down to it, you can talk about consumerism and capitalism. You can talk about what it means to be yourself, the value in work and money and being free. And there's just, there's so much here. And this is a nice, tight, Nine episodes, and it's beautifully shot, too. It is gorgeous. It's one of the best-looking streaming shows. And it's not like it's high-profile or... It's definitely high-concept, but it's not like it's an expensive show in terms of a lot of CGI or any kind of like crazy set pieces or things like that. But it is gorgeous all of the time and so pleasing to the eye. The acting is incredible. You know, there's uh, John Turturro, Adam Scott and Christopher Walken, and then Patricia Arquette, and there's a lot of other great other performances from actors that uh, I haven't been familiar with up until this point. But Severance is top three television, and I saw that there's a second season coming out, and I could not be more thrilled about it. Um, So I definitely urge you, Severance is definitely worth squeezing in and watching if you're trying to prepare your top TV shows of 2022 list, you have to, Severance has to be watched um, because I, I just think that there's a lot and there's a lot left to explore too. That's what's great is there it ended on a cliffhanger and there are so many unanswered questions that I'm fine with uh, because I think we're definitely going to get those in season two. But the direction and what they do in terms of uh, these characters dealing with how they actually feel about the idea of severance and you get to explore it on the outside too. And that's, what's great is you get to explore. And that's a hard thing to balance too, with these actors, because it's not like they're playing. How do I put this? They do a great job of being themselves, but different versions of themselves. And it's it's really top-notch. And the show is able to explore so many themes on the outside. And it's kind of like two different shows while also being one great show. And there's just so much going on. And they accomplish so much in nine episodes. It's crazy. But um, I, I think definitely watch it. If any of this sounds interesting to you, it's one of the best science fiction shows I've ever seen in my life. And I, I just don't want to get into it because I don't know if you've seen it. And I just want to make sure that you understand that I think it is God tier television and it is incredible. And it's definitely in my top five 
of this year. I have a lot of TV left to watch. Uh, I got to finish. If we're talking Apple TV Plus, I definitely want to binge all of For All Mankind. I'm still in season one, so I want to catch all the way up to what I believe just ended on four, I think. Did we just finish season four uh, Either or three? Either way, I want to finish For All Mankind. I definitely need to watch Ted Lasso and Blackbird with Taron Edgerton. Those are the Apple TV Plus shows I need to get to. Uh, a few other ones off the top of my head, but uh, for the most part, I'm probably going to be done with TV. Uh, not not too much time left, and that's all good. Anyway, sorry I ended that abruptly because I got a phone call, but also I said everything I wanted to say. You know, it's not like we were having an involved conversation while the show was on air, so it's more of a recommendation. But yeah, God tier status for Severance. Let's uh, finish up here talking about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Let's do a, a little preview. Uh, at the time that I'm recording this, the social media embargo... Well, it obviously lifted after the premiere, which has happened, but the uh, review embargo is still on lockdown, so there's no Rotten Tomatoes score. I I would imagine that that's going to happen on Monday. Um, I'm seeing this film Thursday at like 3 p.m. Eastern Time, so like 6 p.m. I'm sorry, Western Time, so 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, so I'm going to see the maybe like the earliest possible showing, and I'm so stoked, so excited. You know, as of right now, right now, I have never been more disappointed in the MCU. And I feel like Black Panther is going to be the movie that gets us back on track. I I do think it's going to be the best Phase 4 movie, without a doubt. Um, But I I think, I'm not saying that I think it's going to be great or it's going to be a masterpiece. But I think this is going to be the movie that brings me hope again after so long. Because... As time has gone on, I've just soured on most of Phase 4. You know, even the stuff that I liked initially, I've kind of just kind of decided that maybe it's not as good as I thought it was, or maybe something's legitimately bad. And I just haven't gotten that much enjoyment out of Phase 4. And I, I hate to be that guy, but I mean, that is the common sentiment. So, but it's true. I mean, I, I thought She-Hulk was terrible. And I don't think I've ever said that about an MCU project. I I, I think She-Hulk is legitimately bad. And Thor Love and Thunder, I don't think anything has fallen from grace more. I mean, I left the theater just thinking it was entertaining. And now I just like don't care about that movie. I've just completely soured on it. Uh, the discourse exhausted me. And I, I have no interest in revisiting it. I thought it just did such a poor job of getting me to care or get more involved in the story. I just thought it was so almost pointless. And I hate, hate, hate when the MCU tries to be too funny. I mean, it was the Guardians problem. And the, I, I, I'll tell you what, the Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, even though I think it'll get us back on track, I, I think it's going to be uh, really, really good. The Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania trailers dropped, I think, since we last spoke. And I thought that trailer looked bad, too. Not Nothing about that movie got me excited, except for Jonathan Majors. And at the end of the day, Jonathan Majors' MCU film debut as Kang, it, it could not be in a less interesting project to me. Um, I'm not excited about it. I didn't think the trailer did a good job getting me excited. And I think it doesn't look good right now visually so 
all my eyes are on this project and I'm really, 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 really excited and hoping that it's the palate cleanser I need. I, I need hope. And again, I don't need it to be the best film ever made to give me hope. I just want it to be a really awesome Black Panther entry at the end of the day. And I, I just want a real story. I want to feel like I want to feel like this movie's written with care. I want to feel like these characters have grown and evolved and have depth the way that they did in the first movie and I want to get excited about new characters and I want to you know still think some of my I mean I have I love Shuri. She's one of my favorite characters from the first movie. I want a good Shuri movie. I want a good Wakanda movie. I want a good every. I want a good Namor. I think he's gonna Tanok uh, Huerta. I believe. Um, I think he's gonna crush as Namor. Um, I don't need this movie to do anything specific with the story. Everything that it sort of promised in the trailers, in terms of being this geopolitical struggle, it it, it looks like. These two warring factions, that's going to be the conflict in the movie. I, I'm, I'm assuming that this is all going to get set up. The nighttime um, the nighttime sequence with the freighter and everything, I think that's where the two clans will meet for the first time. And then they will go back to Wakanda and Shuri will report what she saw. And then I think that's when uh, Tanoke is going to show up because they've had the same conversation on their end. So he arrives at Wakanda... And uh, I think he's going to invade it. And I I think that this is all going to be really hard for Wakanda to deal with uh, based on what uh, happened to T'Challa. So I feel like I just simply am reacting to and excited as to what the trailer promised. But I don't need this movie to do anything. I just want it to be well made at the end of the day. And I'm totally on board and totally hooked with what it set up. And... Um, so I, I don't think, I think my expectations are perfectly healthy. I don't think they're sky high. The movie looks good. I think it's going to be good. That's it. And, and I'm, I'm curious to see how they solve a lot of these creative issues. You know, I think there's an opportunity. I don't think it has to because it's not this movie's problem. But I think this movie is going to give us a little bit more context to the other movies. I think that... You have to, because of um, the Talacan Empire, I think you have to address the Celestial that came out of the Indian Ocean uh, and how that affects... So I think this movie will address things that we've seen planted in other movies. But at the end of the day, I don't care if they do. Um, I, I think I do expect other movies to talk more about this kind of stuff. But you know what? At the end of the day, this movie had so much going on already. So much that I had to fight and deal with, um, with COVID and Chadwick Boseman's passing and everything. There's, there's already so much on this movie's plate. I don't care ultimately if it addresses every single little thing that phase four has talked about. Like it doesn't even seem like it's a multiverse movie and I'm totally cool with it. Totally cool. I just want a really great story and I want to have great characters and great writing. And I actually, the one thing I will say that I need this movie, I need this movie's visual effects to be better than the original. And based on the trailer, I think they are, but that's what I need. I need this movie to have better visual effects than black Panther because that's what's aged that movie the worst. That's the only thing I need. Um, and, and yeah, 
I, I, I'm thrilled about it. I really am. So I think this coming weekend, we're going to talk Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, maybe I'll have Ernesto or maybe I'll get somebody else on the podcast because I highly doubt Brando is going to go see it. But I'll have somebody to talk about this movie with at some point. And then after that, guys, I don't know when the Fablements comes out, but that's uh, we're off and running. So I, I might record a whole bunch of watch alongs and things, but um, that's going to be the big thing until I move. And uh, yeah, I just got off the phone with uh, my family back home and they're ready for me. So I got a lot going on, but I appreciate you hanging out with me and sticking around. And I appreciate all the new subscribers that have been hanging out ever since the watch alongs. I greatly appreciate you as well. More content is coming soon. I promise. And, uh, I think that's going to do it here on the podcast. It's going to be short, but it's all good. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at rewatch Ryan. Again, go to moviepalette.com. Use the promo code rewatch one five to get 15% off of your movie palette. It would mean a lot to me and my channel. Get a 30-day free trial of Audible on me. Just scan that QR code or go to the link in the excuse me, link in the description down below. And I greatly appreciate it. Andor still rules. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.